Welcome to the Off the Road Again podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Ross. Hi. Hi. <laughs> He's I love, I love ruining. I love ruining your intro every time I'm on. My every first. single time. It's yep. a simple joy for me, but it works. <laughs> it makes you happy. So that's Jeff Glover, just in case. Hi. <laughs> Bluger extraordinaire. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So this is our podcast about anything and everything off-road. Um, as, as always, we are socially distant. Ross is still in Connecticut. I'm still in the Midwest in Kansas City and Jefferson, California in his garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The car hole. Yeah. With your mm. Celtics hat set behind you? Yeah. Is it the only team of Boston you would actually like choose to represent you right now? No, all of them. All of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, you still, well, I mean, the, the Bruins are like... The, crushing the nhl right now are they uh, really the patriots <laughs> no well, yeah they're hockey. like they have some crazy record at the moment um and then you know red Sox are finally spending a little bit of money so uh we we can get into this later after the show the red Sox traded for the most injured kansas city royal in history nice. so thank you for taking him away <laughs> <laughs> the of we've, my... taken en- we've taken enough from like the midwest so maybe it's time we take no, we you definitely have that one. <laughs> my Red Sox interest extends to going to concerts at Fenway. One of my favorite concerts I've ever been to was at Fenway. Did you say it was Pearl Jam? Oh, okay, that'll do it. Yeah, yep. and it was uh, my birthday, so it was like triple whammy. Uh, <laughs> all my friends from Boston, uh, we were on the you know center field where they we had great seats. It was mm. awesome, awesome, awesome. Very good. That sounds fantastic. Yep. Speaking of fantastic, Ross, do you want to talk about the Is Defender it... 130? Yeah, we'll talk about it briefly because... I mean... <laughs> look at the look on Jeff's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Everybody uh... says it looks better in person. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, no, it, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it, uh, it is. So people who haven't looked at Defender's, you know, 110s up close are like, oh, it, it it's fine. It's, you know, like an excursion or an expedition or, or like suburban type proportions but there's like 18 inches of unbroken metal on that back section it is uh yeah it's because they don't it's did they they don't actually change the wheelbase right no, or do they no. Do same, no. same just body work it's just rear overhang it's just departure angle killing yeah overhang um, so they went with 130 because defender 110 xl was taken or 110 <laughs> max or because heritage chris yeah because heritage <laughs> yeah but heritage is actually um, extending the wheelbase to 130 inches like well, that's not... yeah but that takes money and putting a, a 130 on the marketing materials doesn't yeah they don't, they don't have a platform they don't have a chassis yeah. to... it's, so. it's fine i get why they did it and i totally well, support it the good news is it drives just like any other defender, you know, just marginally harder to park. So you're um, sliding out of the canyon. They yeah. the fact that they don't have a V eight the V eight option for it is criminal. What? That's gotta come at some point. It has to. It, it has I, to. It's crazy though. I mean that one should that one should theoretically be V eight only, but they probably can't for fuel economy reasons. Oh no. No honestly though, like the six is quick. It's the not six is a great engine. Slow. Um, it doesn't make a good noise at all. No, <laughs> it's no. kind of thrashing. I mean, even even the four in the ninety isn't mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, because yep. that's still like three hundred horsepower. the The six is great, but the fact that the V eight exists 
is like yeah. decimates all uh, the VA90 drives so it, it, there's nothing else that drives like the V890. So I don't know. The, the 130 was good. Um it 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 the whole defender experience is just great. The interior yeah. is so unique and you have such a it is the perfect overlap between Wrangler and wow. like Range Rover autobiography. Mm-hmm. It's like where the two meet in the middle. Yeah. Um we had a funny experience in it on uh, on Saturday. So we were in the car for about three and a half minutes, and my daughter had her first enormous vomiting event. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Sounded like a, a pitcher of chili was poured out into her yeah. lap, which from the front seat is extremely concerning. Especially is her seat being... still backwards? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it just was so, all over her. It was all over her, and I was absolutely terrified because i made the game time decision to take the defender and not my own truck like five minutes prior and miraculously i don't know how some like press fleet gods looking out for me but it all just ended up in her lap and filtered through the car seat into the base yeah into like the latch mounted base yep so the defender was preserved Um, got lucky got really lucky so yeah, the, the 130 is good. Uh, the VA would make it better. Um, and so would it being less criminal Oofy. to the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, it left. <laughs> the Yukon Denali Ultimate showed up. Oh, those um, are supposed to be nice. It's nice. It, it's definitely nice. Um, I had to look to see if it was the 6.2 or the 5.3. Like, there's it not has that to be the much. 6-2. It's the, yeah, it is the yeah. six two. Okay. There's not like that much difference in like sound or actual like speed, you know. So, but it's nice, you know. Seats are great. Uh, super. The best part about it is Super Cruise. You know, it Super Cruise is really really good now. Um, it's Can, not. Yeah. Does not, Super Cruise come on the AT fours? Ooh, probably i mean it comes Maybe. on a, it's it's optional on a lot of stuff now that that just yeah, sounds I, like something that would be considering i drive a lot of interstate miles to oh, go yeah. to the mountains or go to arkansas like super cruise to the off-roading would yep. be awesome yep i think Even it does the- come on the at4 i think that was actually in their most recent commercial now that i'm thinking about it it wasn't on the zr2 that right, I yeah but it, it's if it's not on the at4 it's going to be on the at4 come next year you know it's like the trickle down effect so um yeah i put a few miles on the denali um it's good it rides great it's super quiet you know it's everything you want a denali to be like it's almost closer to escalade than it is to like base-ish tahoe yeah for you know 98 grand it should be I'm sorry, yeah. it's $98,000. Base is 93, and this one has a couple options, and it's isn't 97. It, isn't there some crazy change. sound system in there, too? Um, AKG? Yeah, 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 those yeah. are nice. Which is, it, it's good. Um, and the the Defender had the Meridian, which is also really good. But And, man, and it gets the, like, topographic leather seat stuff which is stupid because right. you look at the dashboard it's got wood trim that goes across and it's got the topo map like etched into it and it just looks like it's scratched like it, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't look great but you know the leather is really nice and 
yes, they stole the Miata headrest speaker idea. Um, it's a nice truck. It's 98 grand though. Like there's a lot of other things that are nice at 90. I have a, a very close friend who just gets the new Denali when it comes out. And cause I mean, he can afford Range Rover, he can afford Escalade, but he just wants the Denali. It's, it's, you know, it's subtle compared it's, to yeah. the competition. Stealth wealth compared and then, to Escalade. Yeah. And then he sent me the, the, his order sheet for the new one. I'm like, Oh, you're getting the ultimate. Wow. He's like, no, he's like, He's like, I'm glad you caught that. Salesman was trying to put me on that. He's like, I don't want the ultimate. I'm, I just want mm. the Denali. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Then I was like, wait, oh, you're yeah. stepping up. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, he's like, no, no, no. I'm not paying a hundred for one of these. Good. <laughs> there, yeah. There's no functional difference between a regular Denali and a Denali Ultimate. It's just, it's all right aesthetic and like upselling because they paid off tooling 10 years ago yeah you know? i mean someone doesn't want the escalate and now they have something they can upsell them for sure yeah. absolutely and it's a good truck you know uh it would be better with a diesel but it's still a good truck I, so. I know you say it would be better with the diesel i don't want to buy diesel gas right now no but when i had a denali uh yukon denali diesel i averaged almost 28 miles per gallon and this one's struggling to break 13 right so but the cost of uh, i don't want to get into the math yeah math, it, math, <laughs> math, math. Just, math. i feel like you have to get that number much much higher to really affect the actual cost somewhere there out there on the internet there's a calculator that'll tell you where yeah it goes but anyway coming from a guy who owned a 2003 yukon xl denali during the first recession like was that oh nine to twelve? Like I did that math a lot, and you got to get something that's getting like forty to fifty mm. to <laughs> offset the cost of diesel, forty to fifty miles a gallon to offset the increased cost of the diesel. And I was also going from something that was paid off to something that would then uh, have yeah okay buy in when you take the you know upcharge for a diesel like and in some Ram trucks it's like twelve grand to get a diesel over a gas engine because you got to get the transmission all the coolers that come with it the you know different rear end right so yeah math so I'm, I'm i'm saying the fuel economy we're, has to be way better for it to make sense yes <laughs> but i like it's not a math podcast we, that's true yeah, we have never pretended price, to be a math is, podcast the price is broken though it doesn't make any sense it's all no. artificial price gouging mm -hmm. bullshit it's, it's a product that is less work to refine than gasoline and they're charging more for it and it's all crap. Yep. Yep. And theoretically fewer moving and in need of maintaining parts. So I, so. I constantly Google throughout the show. And as Jeff was talking there, I was just typing the word capitalism. <laughs> I don't know what image I was yeah. going for. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just do the, 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 yeah. the picture of, uh, the headline news about Shell's profits last year was like forty billion or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Ouch. Forty billion. Uh, I was just reading healthcare articles about how a, a bunch of companies, uh, <laughs> nursing homes, took the COVID payouts and and stashed it in their pockets. The investors just put it away. Yeah. Ten mil, thirty mil, just gone. Supposed Ten, to pay, you know, of PPE loans that were completely forgiven. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So, Anyways, the wild it was the wild west. I my accountant at the time said I should take one. I was like, no, I don't need one. I don't want to abuse that system. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody else, right? 
Like well, Hooniverse doesn't need a, right. a PPP loan. Like the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right. Well, it does if you already have a trip book to, uh, you know, like Bora Bora and no. You know, the thing flight. is though, <laughs> or, or I could have used it and actually like <laughs> hired and paid writers and stuff and be like, okay, we could have jump started the website. <laughs> right. You had like piggyback on all the other websites that were just yeah. firing everybody at the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Anyways, so, before we go down too dark of a path. Remote there. start? Remote start. So last week we talked about the remote start kit that came for the Lexus. Um, the good news, and again, thank you to Accessorage for sending this over. I got it installed. It works beautifully. Um, it's uh, pretty much you did plug get it and installed? play. I did, get, I did install it. Because this is the only image I got from you, so I didn't well, know if there was actually <laughs> success. I can send you a video. There, there okay. was success. Um, it's a plug and play kit comes with a module with a seven pin plug on one side and a, like an OBD two plug kind of plug on the other. And you basically plug it in and lock the car, wait 30 seconds and hit the, the lock button on the key fob three times. Like you would with a normal Lexus remote start, um, outside the years where they had that stupid three G nonsense and that's it. So. Uh, yeah, so the I think the accessorized kit is like one ninety nine, and it, you know it's something that pretty much anybody can do themselves with basic mechanical knowledge. Um, hmm. The instructions are a little lackluster, but YouTube mechanic help comes very much in play here. Um, nice. I spent I spent longer trying to figure out how to get the shroud off the bottom of the steering wheel than I did the rest <laughs> of the project, and it turns that out there's two right. screws on the column behind the steering wheel. He's going to turn the steering wheel, unscrew and turn the steering wheel, unscrew and the whole thing pops yeah. off. Right. But I mean, for the price of the kit, you know, versus like going to a dealer and having them put this thing in or, you know, do the Lexus OEM, like 199 oh, yeah. is a freaking steal. Um, and it took yeah, me like for sure. an hour and a half, you know, in my driveway in the cold. Um, the one, I, I had two screw ups and one of them was that on the GX 460, and this isn't an issue for like the Forerunners or any of the other you know vehicles they make them for, but it is an automatic telescoping column. So in order to get everything, the shroud off on top and bottom, and the the plastics out from underneath, you have to have the column extended all the way out. And to do that, the ignition has to be on. So I killed the battery very, mm. very, very badly by <laughs> taking a call halfway through the install, and you know coming back to just totally dead truck um which fun fact i told chris the land rover the defender 130 failed to jump start the lexus and I, I tried like 10 times i let it charge for like 20 minutes nothing absolutely nothing wouldn't even turn the lights on in the in the cabin and i pulled my wife's cx5 over and it took like one crank fired right up yeah that's weird. So who knows what that was about? Um, so yeah. that was screw up number one, and screw up number two was uh, it turns out the uh, the gas cap, the gas door actuator is electric on the Lexus, which I forgot to plug in when I put the whole dashboard back together. So I was on my way to a wake yesterday, and I went to get oh, gas God. because it was in Flushing, and I'm coming from Connecticut, and uh, and I had less than an eighth of a tank of gas because I don't drive the truck that much. I push the button in the gas station parking lot. Nothing happens. Oh like, no! Oh, that's weird. So, like, 
oh god oh no i know what happened so i stick my hand behind the dashboard i pop the you know the little rectangular guy out and there's nothing connected to it I'm like, oh fuck so i take a credit card and i try to pry the door open and nothing happens i take like the plastic pool remover you know trim remover thing the door won't open so i'm like the hand and arm underneath the dashboard for like 15 minutes trying to get the wires plugged in so yeah heed my advice <laughs> and plug everything back in but yeah, nice. other than other than that uh pretty flawless and gotta say a remote start when it's 18 degrees is is pretty spectacular nice so, yeah nice so in summary thank you access rides for sending that over <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And yeah, thank you, and, Lexus, for making the fuel door electronic. Yep. And hopefully <laughs> people are better driveway mechanics than I are, than I am. Than I am. <laughs> better English speakers, too. Also that, yeah. <laughs> hopefully people sleep more than I do. <laughs> they probably do. Uh, yeah, we so, all do. So. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, projects, Chris. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that in three straight episodes now we will have gone from so the 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 initial is we're going to go to utah or at least i'm going to go to utah you're going to utah early april <laughs> it went from trying to find something to borrow which is all struck out yep to dead ends taking the suburban which is completely unarmored to then buying something incredibly cheap that's in the 100 series variety which you almost um, did which that i did almost escalated do very quickly it did escalate very quickly and then my budget de-escalated very quickly um which i'll explain that to you both when we're not recording um i i got yeah yeah so (laughs) yeah i can fill jeff in later but um so now it appears that we're the suburban's too long it's just every video i've seen of the potential trails that they're planning to run it's just going to be awful. Like the the over like if we're making fun of the Defender 130 overhang, like the Suburban overhang is just going to be absolutely terrible. Um, so we're going to drive the Sequoia. So it's 2008. I'm only concerned about width with it, really. I do know like it's going to rub a little in the front and the rear, but um, I don't have anything finalized yet, but I have a potential partner for front engine skid plate. Um, transmission skid plate, fuel tank skid plate, um, rear differential skid plate, and sliders. So four skids and a set of weld-on sliders um, Mm -hmm. to my wife's daily. It'd be good to go. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to do plates on the sliders? You're just going to do like open tube and. I got to look at what they are. I think hopefully they're nice and hidden. Um, they're not just. They're not too bad. I like I like the look of them. Kick okay. um, out. Gonna do like nice they have a little kick out like a running board okay. as well at the rear. Good. Um Good. which because I'm surrounded by short people and children mostly. Um <laughs> it still will be important. We've contemplated trying to get a lift underneath it in that time. And I just don't think we have the time to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um there's been discussion of a locker as well. For the so rear. talk about time required i mean you could do a lift in your driveway in a day a locker is not a, day a lot project. yeah a locker is just and i've i've been i've got access to a couple of people with shops kind of things and even they were just like i don't think we have the time and i was like yeah. i completely understand that um so yeah that's potentially like i'll throw 
Um, I'll throw all that armor on it. Um, I'll put the Midland radio that I still haven't installed in anything into it. What? I, ha- I don't have it in anything, Ross. It's sitting on my workbench still. I, been I've used mine so many times already. Right? I just, well, like, what they don't really tell you about GMRS radios is like, if all your friends have them and you're super close to them, you can just use your old school FRS radios and talk to them still. So you just have to have somebody who has the conversion table to get them on the correct frequency to match the channel number that you have. Um, and my friends are very nice and they make sure that they help me out with that. So, um, but we will get it installed for that trip. Um, and I think I've got a couple of, um, places where I can eliminate a button and just have the, um, the handset connect to live in the button. And then I can basically hide the radio body. Um, so that way the radio doesn't always have to be like installed because so much of the, uh, actual functionalities in the handset itself. So I can take the handset in and out. And so my wife's not going to be mad at me that there's this Midland radio in her truck yeah, all the they, time. They sent us different kits. I forgot about that. Yeah, they did. I've like the, you know, box old school thing yep. Yeah, in the center console. So I drank like, you know, six beers and drilled a hole through the center console so I could just plug it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't have a, I don't have a Midland, but I have the same, um, you know, I have a rugged, I've it's on the side of the passenger side of the console. Um, almost under the glove box and the transmitter is magnetic and it just slaps in there. So dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So it yeah. makes you feel so official with a radio plugged in. Yeah. I got my, my, um, the hell is that? I, I got to put this in the car so I don't forget, but I got my, uh, my FCC. Um, GMRS, GMRS license. Yeah. Yep. The $70 license or whatever. It is. Uh, no, I think it's only 35 now. They, they cut good? the price in it. Yeah. yeah. And it's good I for like for the expensive 10 years. One. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. I got excited. I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) I got excited and paid for the expensive (laughs) one too, Ross. We're good. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff can have the cheap one. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) So yeah, plan plans are moving forward. Hopefully. Cool. It's got tires on it. It's got Toyo Open Country AT3s, which Um, I also have and love. Yeah. Love, love, love. You're good to go there. It's been it's been out in the mountains before. The Sequoia itself has been in Utah before, but it's back when I still had like the twenty inch rims and Michelins on it. Like, yeah, those pictures oh, wow. were good. Yeah, I was out there with I was out there with my dad. Just like that was that was our uh, replacement Iceland trip, which kind of sucked. Right. Yeah, not as good. Yeah. <laughs> Remember you got not. A, you got a crossed up like thirty miles from pavement, and you're like, I think it's time to turn around. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I'm trying to scramble for the photo where I had it like most flexed way. It's a lot. It's like five something. This was the uh, most 5680 to 6045. Yeah. That is a meaty boy. That's yeah. the most compressed I got it when we were just out there on the, the limited wheels and that's pretty good. Highway tires. So, so what you can't see is Behind the truck to the right, there's a giant rock just sitting in the middle of the trail. And that's where we were like, mm-mm, and just <laughs> turned it the other way. Because we didn't have anybody um, with us. I gotta get my I gotta get my truck out there. Pull the sway bars off when you're in Utah. How was it from LA? Like seven hours? Um I, maybe something like that. Yeah, you gotta get so, to Vegas. Gotta be 10. Yeah. 
we're, might, we're, I think it's less to the border. Of, it's less to the border yeah. of Utah. Um, and then you get to you can get to St. George pretty quickly, which has yeah. some great uh, UTV ATV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I have no idea how far it is to Moab. So that photo was um, southern Utah down near Kanab. Um, so that I'm f- almost positive that's seven hours to LA because somebody okay. asked me, somebody asked me if I was near because I'd been near to the North Rim and they were like, oh, it's like there's a National Lampoon's vacation motel or something that they should use somewhere around there. I was like, you mean the one in LA? Like, I'm way far away from that. Yeah. yeah. But then I realized I was seven hours from LA. And for me, LA's two days total normally. So right, like, right. So that's close. Yeah. Yeah. Seven hours. That's Denver. Like, there's a there's a crew of auto journalists um that are all friends that go out to um Moab all the time. And I gotta get in on the trip because like three of the vehicles you know. are Montero. How, how has has Lynn not taken? Yeah, him? Lynn and Aaron. Yeah, yeah, no, I gotta go. Yeah, because I think Aaron keeps his out there now. I think he lives out there in a hangar. The XL seven. No. Yeah, that, that Lynn's out there. Lynn's but, the XL. Uh. Yeah, but Aaron's I think Montero. Aaron's Montero lives out there. Gotcha. And then um, Dave Coleman from Mazda has a GX <clears throat> with a RTT that he goes out there with them too. Nice. Him and his wife Sarah. They're four seventy. I don't know which one it is, though. It was it camped next to us like two lemons races ago because we shared a garage, um, and I was looking at it and I was just like, maybe I should get a roof because I didn't have it that the tent then. <laughs> and I tried sleeping in the truck just on the back seat one night. And I was like, I was fucking stupid, and then and I um, had a on tent. the back seat, not even yeah. like a platform or anything. Oh man, nope. Um, and so the next night I set up the tent in the garage like a smarter person, and it was a much better evening of sleep. But the last Lemons race, I had the tent, and, um, and sadly, it's the only time I've used the tent since. And I have to <laughs> sneeze. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> um, and um, it was supremely comfortable, so that was great. That's good news. Yeah, I'm happy to report that on that one. I don't think <laughs> I went far enough back on your Instagram to find. I post photos. too much. <laughs> That's because I post too much. Um, but I'm somewhere in there, and I yeah, <laughs> at a lemons race, um, the the Montero with its tent, it was good to go. It was great. My, my buddy Derek, yeah, my buddy Derek was there. I invited him to come to the race to check it out. And he has an older, like ninety Zara F two fifty, and he threw a tent in the bed, and it was a good setup for him too because it was big enough for like you know queen size air mattress or something. Mm-hmm. So that worked out. It's really funny when people do that, and they they just have like a Tacoma, and they just do like like a twin or something airbed and yeah. just put it in the back with a canopy over it. And they're like, yep. I'm good. I'm going to bed. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's a, I mean, yes, a hell of an easy yeah. setup. Versus take all that shit the, out. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I've used my tent. I feel bad about that. Hey, there it is. It looks good though. And they make a nice product. Cool. Yeah. And then the, the sleep pad they sell is like really comfortable. And then I have that, uh, aeronaut blanket, which is, very expensive but they sent it to me for free kindly and it's good in like hot weather and cold weather it's it's a really good blanket um but yeah that the it's uh i'm happy with it so far dude i love how small it gets yeah that's a selling point for me and and you modified your rack enough to fit it in the rack right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i got lucky there i got lucky there uh the shop did that because i wouldn't have been able to 
I was like, maybe I could just bend it. Like, that's that's steel. They're like, if you try to bend it, it'll just crack. Like that doesn't just bend. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) It looks great though. Yeah. The uh, thank you. The lack of fucks given to aerodynamic anything. There are zero. A lot of people who have like the big, you know, foot or 18 inch tall. Yeah. Tense is like, you know, <laughs> there's no conceivable way that's pleasant to drive. <laughs> the big ones. Yeah. The, this, I don't even notice it. And it only weighs 85 pounds. Um, so I actually, oh, I, when I installed it, I put it up there myself. You know, you get one side in and then you just push it up and then you just mm-hmm. bolted it down. It was good to go. Yeah. I am not strong. So, but it, <laughs> I had no problem with it. <laughs> Uh, the last time I was down at the shop that does a lot of the work on my truck, they were putting an alley cab on a forerunner. It was a four-person nice. operation. Yeah, I bet. It's like Those look like nice. Nice. Pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. Beautiful and and because um, Go Fast now has three California locations, and uh, I went to the opening of one of them, and Gra- Graham was there, the, the you know the owner co-founder. Um, and uh, yeah, it was cool to see his truck. He has an old uh, 60 or 62 on 40s um, <laughs> with the fenders are cut a little bit, but the the it looks factory and they even cut the door to fit the new radius of the fender cut. So it looks factory. It's sick. Yeah, that's, that one. That's um, ridiculous. That's an eight. If the you rear look, that door. Rear door <laughs> that rear door is cut. There's not much door left. No, but it looks factory. It's awesome. His his truck's sweet. He, That's uh, it. It looks like a Hot Wheels. The proportions of forties on an eighty. That's yeah, yeah. It does. It does kind of look Man. Hot Wheels-ish. In person, that is a gorgeous truck. Good for him. What's the story with his paint? That was pretty. Oh, it's probably just a, it was, it was a fairly fresh repaint on it. And then there's probably like some filter on that photo where it's making it look a little different. I used, I have Lightroom on my phone. So I always fuck around with the photos. (laughs) (laughs) As you do. I said 60, I said 60, but it's an 80. It is an 80. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. 60. Fucking hot. Whatever it is. Good for I you. had a, I was at a stoplight the other day though Drake, taking my daughter to school and I was in a turning lane and the two lanes over some dude pulled up in a 60 that looked like it had like potentially a full Corsetti cruisers treatment but I couldn't tell because I know that paint job was available and he looked over at me and he was giving me a thumbs up and I'm like homie oh, you're winning God. this right now like, you're in a way cooler car <laughs> it was it was like it was like white with the you know the 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 stripes they did back in the day yeah. from it, oh, it was gorgeous gorgeous truck I think it even Almost. Had, it was sick yeah, there's almost nowhere to go from there. Like that's it. No, no. I'm like, I, that's what I wanted. And I couldn't afford it, so I have this, and I, I love it. But exactly. Initially, I wanted either a, a Range Classic or a '60. I could have afforded the Range Classics then. Couldn't afford the '60s, but then I found the Montero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you've put a bunch of money into the Montero, but you haven't put Range Classic money into the no, Montero. No. I, you, know, you know what though? I feel like <sighs> I feel like. The classics, like if as long as you're not dealing with like air suspension, you know, I I feel like it wouldn't be that bad. And there's enough of them in California where I can find the part. There's actually there's a company called West Coast Rovers that repairs them and they are five minutes down the street. Oh, well, yeah, 
Okay, that, that that's a different I feel situation like altogether. A P thirty eight. I feel like a P thirty eight would have been a worse purchase than a range classic, and the money value of the range classic will actually go up. Where P thirty eights aren't going anywhere for a while. It's like this XJ six behind me. No one gives a shit about these P thirty eights. I mean, there there's a subset of people probably the three of us were like, Oh, you know, that's cool. I could see, you know, throw the right tires yeah. on it, do this and that. But we also know if something breaks on that one, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. Financial ruin for, you know, normal. Yeah. I guess. Whereas like a classic, I feel like it's pretty, you know, farm truck still underneath. So. Yeah. I've never driven one, they, I mean, they, but they look so good. They look so good. Especially, I mean, the two doors are now untouchable price wise. Oh, yeah. yeah, They're bringing trailer sweethearts. It's crazy. Yeah. And then the the price on the regular classics has gone up. They're still, they're not out of reach though. You, I mean, there's some classics, especially if you can find one like near you, if it has like a little bit of workable rust, you know, I think you can get away with some stuff. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but like, there's no, I found one recently for like five G's. Yes. Yeah, that, that's how much they've been for a while. And, you know, yeah. but then you get some of these super clean ones, but that's a, that's a gorgeous, classic, iconic, yeah. dare I say, iconic truck. There's a despise three spoke wheels, except for yes, me too, but classics. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm with it's you. the only vehicle I like them on. Yeah. That is, uh, yes, just, I agree. That is the look that is like, the, the rest, I, had a chance to buy one. I had a chance to buy one. That was this color and everything um, for like $2,500 with, oh, a, a, with, a, an engine oil leak that they didn't they they knew about but they didn't know what it was coming from and i talked to someone who knows them they're like well if it's this one thing you're fine if it's an easy fix if it's this other thing it needs an engine out rebuild and i'm like well if the car's in the bay area i can't get up there to look at it i but the amount like i've since spent on the montero it would have you know i think i still think about that truck because it was the hunter edition which is a rare like base spec Dude. like cheap pop like that they tried to offer where it was like cloth interior um no abs it was like a like a really entry entry level version of the truck which would have been pretty cool you want to talk about once that got away i had an opportunity for 1500 bucks to buy a v8 five-speed manual discovery with the safari Ooh. seats with the safari windows and i was at the time it had an exhaust leak and i was like this That's not the one more... that somebody from JLR bought, is it? Not that I know of. This was probably okay. 2016, 17. I feel, like, there... I feel like Jeff has been discussing V8 five-speed manual discos for close to a decade now. Like yeah, I feel like it's always been it right drove there. So good for such there was one. Here. There was one I thought you told me about. I did. That I was like, I was it this one? Yeah. Or a different one? Because I think I was even thinking about buying that one. And then I think someone from JLR bought it. Really? I wrote yeah. a thing of for about it for the site, like yeah. in my early days of writing for the site. Right. Because I wanted that thing. That was cool. Dude, me too. I had. And then someone before. emailed me, someone emailed me uh, one sitting in a lot for sale, um, uh, not a disco, um, or was it a disco? Shit. It was either a disco or, or a Defender. But it was a camel ex camel trophy, and it was in rough mm. shape. But I mean, some of those have sold for. If well, it was an actual camel 
trophy used vehicle. I mean, we've hit a hundred on those now. And I, and, uh, I emailed Larry after he detailed that one. Oh yeah. And, uh, and the conversation was basically, I emailed him like 12 hours after he posted that. And he was basically like, I already have so many offers for like high, high numbers. It's like, yeah, well, there goes the $5,000. offer. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Given he spent at least five grand detailing it, you know? Yeah. 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 There was a, there was the one in Canada, like this open, there was no bids on it yet. Um, and it was like opening at 10, uh, and I sent it to a dude I know who runs like Land Rover's off-road experiences. He's like, oh, you should buy it. I'm like, I can't just fucking buy it, like buy it in Canada for $10,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that one was sick. This one though, if I remember correctly, was this one, this one wasn't used in the trophy. It was a support vehicle or something Correct. like that, which yeah. means it was still there, but it wasn't a competitor car or something like that. Right. That's yeah. my understanding of it as well. Also, did you see what yeah. the support vehicles were on the uh, 9-11 Dakar press launch? No, were they They weren't Cayennes, all, were they? All the support vehicles that I saw from B-roll and like the YouTube video reviews that people posted, the support vehicles were Lane Cruisers. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it's too no, bad they could have done like trans area Cayennes oh, or something God. like that. Which oh, always like makes diesel. me think of Bowman yeah. telling that story about being in Mongolia for a press launch and they're driven to and from and 100 series Land Cruisers for a completely different automaker launch. Yeah, for Infinity. Yep. Okay. I think it was Infinity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. <laughs> that trip was crazy. Uh, I didn't, obviously didn't get invited on it, but they like slept under the stars in these yurts that had like see-through roof fabric so you could see the night sky. Like crazy shit. Apparently this Dakar launch looked pretty good though. I was talking to Dan Edmonds about it and he's like, yeah, it was a dream trip. He's like, the thing was a monster in the dunes. So yeah. Says, all wheel drive Porsche in the dunes. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Oh, I, asked, I asked if they're going to throw one in the fleet. They're like, yeah, it's going to be pretty limited, but I'm open to pitches. I'm like, Phew. and I have an idea where I can do like the typical <laughs> California um, beach snow sand in one day type of thing i might pitch that just like for That'd an excuse good. to have the car That'd be really good yeah or I we can just i'll meet you in moab yeah yeah oh that's a story i would run it through moab in a heartbeat yeah exactly it's got skids i don't know it's how fine. it's gonna do but <laughs> it's gonna yeah probably a lot better than some other vehicles that <laughs> yeah it might be a I little mean, wide uh not wider than your sequoia let's say it's true i just feel like the the, uh, 911s have gotten wide i mean if if tate if if tate can take basically anything with a gambler sticker on it through there (laughs) too much to the dismay of the off-roading world i Uh, love that that guy so much that was so great is chris is this podcast 150 yeah it is yeah Uh, Yeah. that tate was probably the craziest podcast that we've done that was he was the craziest trip. guest on Shift Talkers in the oh best way. God. He was wearing like a, he was sitting on a throne and wearing like a fur coat or something. Yeah, um, yeah he takes he awesome. Likes- They're all out at uh, King of the Hammers right now too. Yeah, they are. Jolly. So the uh, the 911 Dakar is 74.9 inches wide, which is. It's less than the Sequoia because the Sequoia is 79, but not much. That's yeah, still pretty it's wide. Five though. five inches narrower than a Sequoia. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know how wide my truck is because that's. Uh, oh, you got to be like 80s or seven or like 60 something. Like yeah, that's got to be tiny. Narrow. <laughs> 66.1 <laughs> without mirrors. So with mirrors that's at awesome. another eight? Uh, mine are, there's some mirrors that are wider than others. Um, cause I wish I had the taller mirrors, um, cause I have the, like the regular mirrors, but you can get the taller mirrors, but then I would leave some exposed, um, bolt holes. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to fill those in. <laughs> or I guess I could, it could be like a test of how to use Bondo, you know, it's oh, not boy. that big a deal. Oh. That's a path you don't want to look down, swing your time. Doing yeah. But the, but the, 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 the holes would be small, you know, it wouldn't be like the worst to cover up and it'd be like something to test. And if I screwed it up, to like hey, go to a body shop, like hey, I clearly fucked this up. Just put those fake balls. <laughs> and I have the from two thousand three over them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I have the the correct colors via touch up paint too, so I could you know I could at least get close ish. I say now, ish. and then I'd be yeah. halfway through it. I'd be like, man, ish. fuck this. <laughs> the next time Jeff's on our show, we talk about wraps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I've actually thought about that. Um, um, watching Mike from Stance Works, you know, he wrapped his Ferrari, and it, the wrap looks great. I've been thinking about doing. Yeah, I have those lower mirrors. They make that is an exceptionally are... high bar for quality of work, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, but I was thinking about for a wrap, it, which I wouldn't do. I'd have it professionally done. I'd do like a, like a nice dark green on the bottom, and then a white roof. Maybe be kind of mm. cool. And then if I did that, I'd probably change up the wheels just to match the, the different look, even though I love the wheels, but you know, you can always try something new. Been thinking about doing the Lexus. If it comes to repainting or wrapping it, doing the uh the Nori green that they're doing on the new, oh, yeah. new GXs. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a great color. His, his white Ferrari's wrapped. Yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah. It's really like you fooled me. Like it was oh, yeah. great. The Lexus, let the record show, is narrower than the 911 Dakar. Look, this first comment is me tempted to wrap it up. <laughs> I feel like every time we do a show like this, you're normally one of the comments. <laughs> yeah, well, because we're probably I'm probably pointing out something I want to talk about, and then like, you know, I go from there. Isn't that thing chopped? Didn't you like cut the roof and? Uh no, roof's not cut. No. Not chopped. Uh, am I thinking? No, I'm thinking of the four, the F40 that somebody just did. Somebody chopped an F40. Yeah. No, Mike's car is is yeah. It looks pretty close. Good to, to go. <laughs> he crushed it. I got to get back over there and see it. Um, it's uh, yeah. He does he does pretty awesome work. He's a nice dude too. He helped me bend the first batch of or the second batch of trophies for Autopia 2099 just in his shop nice. he was going to weld them but it was two different materials so we're both like oh shit I'm like so I used like this like JB weld bonder and and bonded them together and so nice. it worked yeah that's awesome oh my so god so what else you've uh, what else on, real, real fast yeah. Ross I'm yeah, going yeah. right back to Stance Works look at the tow rig and then look at the Ferrari on the trailer it looks fantastic yeah, his truck is sick. Those are 40s. That's a go fast. Um, yep. His truck is pretty sweet. Oh, <laughs> Look at nice. the first comment for that one. Chuckles Garage. I'm rigid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That no, that's, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm looking at that trailer like, ooh. Yeah. He just got a new trailer, though, um, an enclosed that has like, uh, you know, an enclosed trailer is the dream because you know, then it has 
tools and uh you can put win- you're gonna put a winch in so we can like winch yeah. things into the trailer and i always wanted tim to get oh. one for lemons just because those are the best we have, a, we have a winch on our open trailer yeah that's yeah that's nice we do not for lemons so if the car's <laughs> broken the, the races yeah. where you can't drive onto the trailer at the end suck yeah especially a the winch, one where man makes all the difference did we have the did we have a, i'm trying to remember how we got it on the one when it was like really fucking broken Oh, we might have had like I don't even remember how we got on the trailer that time. To be totally honest, a your can roller just make a fucking like ramp of them. <laughs> it was a process. It was a whole process. Yeah, but I'm I'm very excited for the next round for that car because there's some oh? fresh power going hmm. in. Of what sort? To it. More uh, than we are no longer no longer a straight six car. We're going to be a V8 car. Yes. It's not just a simple little one. Tim found like a built and stroked 302. Oh my God. It's like a, I think it's a 341 now with like roller cams and like um, proper stuff on it. We're out to the point where I'm like, hey, we should probably upgrade the front brakes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. talking about safety equipment. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm beyond excited to see what the car's like with this engine and i'm also a little nervous to be completely honest it's but not still a three on the tree is it no 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 it's a oh. four-speed top loader that oh. that box is long gone okay. yeah Whew. yeah Thinking no that, that bolted up to a 341 like Christ. no the gearbox we have and, and the gearbox we have is actually like bolts right up too um so no our gearbox is now is a great four speed so we'll oh. be good there Okay. Um, yeah, that was the we the car was running so good on Friday that we dynoed it and then we blew the engine. Not on the dyno, um, <laughs> on, on like a few practice laps later, it sounded awesome on the dyno. Um, and that that straight six that was pretty good. Uh, one forty horse, one seventy five torque at the wheels from a old straight straight six. That's something. I thought that was pretty good. How much? Any idea what it weighs roughly? To the Google, I guess. Um, I forget. It's it's not that much because it's you know there's not much car there. Um, they don't. It doesn't have Google any systems. Right, if Google is right, mm-hmm. that it's twenty five hundred pounds for a stock. For Ranchero? a stock, what year is it? Sixty two. Sixty two. Oh man, yeah, this might be like Miata territory. Yeah, twenty four seventy five. So we can be like, you know, you lose a weight nice. for all the stuff we cut off. You gain some weight with the roll cage put back in, but there's like no interior, you know? So yeah, we could be 2,200 pounds. Who knows? That's 2,300 pounds. Probably not 2,200. That seems so low. Still, with a driver, but it's, it's fun, man. When it it's was running time. well, it was fun. Yeah. We had some issues in the last race where like the fuel pickup was jacked up. So like... Once it starts to get low, when you turn, we had a number of issues, but um, <laughs> when you, that was somebody else's car. That was the car. It was the, that plug boot you just showed. Um, <laughs> we, um, that plug boot was um, the car next to us. It was their first ever lemons race. That was a melted plug boot. Um, they, I forget what they had. They had like some kind of Mazda with a Kia engine, or it was a Kia with a Honda engine. They bought it off another Lemons team, but they were really good sports. And they're like, we're going to fix this. We're coming back. They had like a really great attitude, which is all you want out of Lemons. Um, but, uh, you know, even <laughs> when we have those issues, even when we have those issues, we still have a blast. And it's always good to see Tim and, and, 
And then we, we got the car back on track. We did another engine swap. And then I closed out the race with a like two hour stint, which was fucking crazy. Nice. That was a lot of time in the seat because then the race ends and then we have the ceremony. We pack our stuff up and then I have to drive home for like three hours. <laughs> How many races are you guys trying to do this year? Um, I mean, at, at most we do two. Okay. So, you know, we try to do Thunderhill and then we try to do um, Buttonwillow, basically. Um, that's usually it. And then Tim's dad is building a car. There's It's an MGB GT that's getting like a small V8, oh. which could be a little rocket oh. ship. Yeah. Like a rover V8? Didn't they have a rover V8 in that? They Not did. Me. I forget what his is. Um, way, and then Tim has, Tim has a Mercury um, that he, the plan is someday to build it up as a sister car to the Ranchero because the Ranchero is waveless Ranchero. So then the comment would be like a, a day of the dead theme. That would mm -hmm. be Daisy's car, his wife, which would be really cool. Um, but at this point, the focus is still get the V8 in the Ranchero, um, get it going. I don't know if Tim's even made any progress yet because I think he's judging the next race at Lemons. So Crazy. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And scared. <laughs> and scared. I'm also a little, little I also want to drive to that next race so I can use my tent and do all that shit. But it's in at Thunderhill, which is north of Sacramento. Oh. It's like a pretty good drive. I've done it. Uh the last time we raced there, I took an Audi A8 all the way up there and back, which is like much little, more comfortable than a Montero. Different. A little different experience. And again. It's, again, it's the race is over, and I I have to head home. So oh yeah, you still gotta get in the car. It's like that's we're so far away from you. When we go yeah, up, it's easier to fly out of Sacramento. When we go up to like Maine, North Maine, or New Hampshire, like Mount Washington area, it's like you do, yeah. you know, seven to twelve hours of driving. You spend the week, you know, everybody except me in a side by side and me on an ATV, and then the weekend's over. And you get back in the car and drive home, and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah. the drive home takes so much longer." It's pretty brutal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, totally get it. So, you got any uh, any other Montero shit lined up, or um, I gotta I gotta install this. I took um, I got one of those those aux beam panels. Nice. Oh, the switch panels. Yeah. I, I mounted yeah, yeah. it into the. This is the original lower trim from the Montero. And I like I kind of cut it and mounted it so that the, the the cable can come out here so it'll sit you know below the radio, and mm -hmm. then my buddy who's better with electrical is going to come over and help me that. So I'm going to put the lights on this, um, and then um, what else was I going to run on this? How else was I going to run on this? I had other shit I was going to run on this. Oh, I eventually want to get um, uh, no um, the, I'll tell you why where the fridge is in a second. I want to get okay. e lockers eventually yes. which would be nice i think e-lockers are supposed to be pretty slick start um, with the rear and yep yeah and then uh so i was gonna do lights e-lockers i feel like there's something else i'm missing for that but the the fridge is over there right now hooked up to the plb40 from dometic because the garage fridge is dead oh no <laughs> so <laughs> we've been using the dometic the cfx cfx or whatever the hell it's called for like at least a month putting like just like as your fridge <laughs> yeah and like uh, also like the weed drink fridge and like but like we don't have the freezer we, we don't have the drink. overflow 
Yeah, welcome to California, yeah. baby. Um, I should have one right now. Actually. Connecticut too, actually. Um, we we just got a dispensary downtown. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the, I'm, I'm like, gonna go over to my Dometic with it right now. Fucking show offs. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you drive to have good schools Denver. and low taxes. Yeah, and cheap houses. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have say I have affordable square footage. That's what I'll say next time. You, you have an affordable <laughs> life. Yeah. Uh. Oh my mm. gosh. This one's this one's root beer. And it's delicious. Like from the root <laughs> instead of the flower. Root beer. Root beer. Okay. Cannabis infused non-alcoholic. Yeah, it's made by um Pabst. Really? Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it's called Not Your Father's Root Beer. And it's like it's actually very tasty root beer. I want to see okay, somebody. So the do weird part of that alcohol and THC in one. <laughs> Oof. I mean, I do that separately. <laughs> you do that in your stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it last night actually because I was supposed to record my podcast with my co-host Ron, and his equipment was just not cooperating. So we pushed it back, and I already like had like a couple tequila drinks, and then by that time, That's you know, I was also waiting to upload the last episode of our podcast because I forgot to, <laughs> I realized I was like, Oh shit, I never uploaded that one. So I'm sitting here and, and by this time now, um, my wife and daughter have gone to bed. I'm like, Oh, I'll have a weed beverage. And Oh shit. Well, uh, the Wakanda is now on Disney plus. I'm going to go watch yep. that. Yep. Um, and I definitely didn't, I was like sitting on the couch, like but the problem is too, like with this shit, cause like, this is a nice, like, I don't want to drink tonight. I don't want to have any alcohol tonight. I'll have one of these. If I feel like, you know, getting a little, light in the head and then i'll want a snack and that's like the, i'm supposed to not be having all those calories <laughs> mm-hmm. after the holidays yeah yep. gotta lose weight i gotta uh I, I got a a project coming out that i can't fully talk about on the show but I've, i i need to look better <laughs> so, i need to look better because it involves television about it involves television yeah it involves a lot of eyeballs on you well, yeah, and it's not shift talkers. It's something new. Ooh. So again, we'll we'll have to recap that later. Yeah, more to come. Yeah, you didn't you yeah. have a premiere? There is a show you said? Yeah. Yes. So there is a show that I can talk about because his press releases has been all this stuff. Uh, I Motor Trend has a show coming out um, later this year, probably March, I think. Um, it's called Super Stur- Super Turbo Storytime, which is a weird name for a very cool show where it's each episode has two different hosts. We sit down um, and we take a turn telling just like a crazy story from the world or the history of automotive anything. And um, and then as we're telling that story, there's a company called Titmouse, which has made some of the best cartoons of all time, like uh, Metalocalypse and Venture Brothers and a bunch of other stuff on Adult Swim. They've animated cool. the conversations. So oh, that's com- so good. Yeah, the conversations have been animated. Um, and um, so that my episode, I, I don't know if I can talk about like what we spoke about, but the but I've all I've found out like I'm I'm episode one. My episode is the first episode. That's so sweet. That's um, awesome. And it's me and Jared Deanda, the, you know, a voice of Formula Drift and a bunch of other stuff. Um, yep. Yeah. He did. I'm super uh, stoked about it. He did Pikes Peak, right? I don't know if he's done Pikes. No, I mean he's done like everything, so yeah. who knows? But uh, yeah, they the, some of the hosts this season are awesome. Like some actual like known actors did it, and a um, bunch of personalities from 
in the press release, it says like exhibit is in an episode. Um, what? <laughs> um, Zoe Bell, who is the stunt person and actress in Death Proof. Um, <laughs> who else is in it? Some Colton Dunn is that an, an actor that sounds familiar? Yeah, he's in like some like rescue type show. I forget. I don't know. He's um, uh, and then like uh, he he was the guy like in Johnny the on Superstore. Colton Dunn. Oh, I don't I know. If so. it, yeah. Um, and then Johnny's in an episode. Kristen Lee's in an episode. BC BC Moto's in an episode. Um, who else is in it? Uh, Brian Loans, you know, who's an amazing storyteller, is in an episode. So it's it's. I, I'm excited to see the reaction because I watched the episode. Like I thought, you know, Jared and I had fun when we shot it. Um, and then you know, like yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. And then when I saw the cut with the animation, I was like, oh, I was, I was, I'm like, this is this is fucking great. So. I'm pretty excited to see everybody else's. Freddie Tavares is in an episode. Um, That's yeah. I'm I'm rolling through the trailer in the background, so I'm trying to see if I can. Because it's not YouTube, oh, nice. so we shouldn't get pinged for this. So it's on Motor Trend site. So Freddie oh, yeah. Freddie immediately popped up. Nice, yeah. But there's um, the animation. Yeah, it's fun. There's like, we had a lot of fun with it, and it's funny too because when I went to the premiere party. Um, <laughs> it's so good when i went to the premiere party the first person i see there i was like oh hey i'm so and so i'm the president of motor trend i was like oh nice. hi nice to meet Hello, you he's sir. like oh yeah i see i see your face uh, i hear your name all the time i was like okay okie dokie very nice to meet you yep he was a really cool guy so that was cool yeah and then i went and introduced Hello. myself to the dude who owns the animation studio because they made some of my favorite shit ever I fucking love it's that. Like, I, I like, I kind of like nerded out a little bit to that embarrass. I was like, I would die for Death Clock, which is a line from that cartoon if you've ever watched it. <laughs> but like, I, yeah. I seriously think Venture Brothers is like one of the greatest shows ever. Um, and he was like, Yeah, we're working on both of those movies. I was like, Oh my God, like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's good yeah, stuff. I, I feel like I knew Patrick Warburton's voice from Venture Brothers before I ever watched Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or any of his other shit. Oh, he was funny on Seinfeld. <clears throat> that was a long time ago. Uh, yes, but Venture was. Brothers, yes. Brock Sampson, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly who I was going for. Yep. Venture Brothers rules. So, speaking of ruling, you got to drive the Raptor R? Yes, I did. Accidentally That's scratched cool. the shit out of it and didn't even notice it. Nice. Did you really? Yeah, I felt bad. Um, bad. I mean, I never want to do it. It was like a scratch down the whole side of it, which is never good. But the truck rules so hard. Um, It's it's hilarious. I mean, that much power in a car. I I would take it over the TRX personally. Um, So it weighs a little bit less, you know, not not, they're both still heavy trucks. TRX was stiff. Yeah, but yeah, I like Fox's setup better. Um, I just usually prefer Ford stuff if there's any bias there. Um, but I mean, I did this stuff. It was raining when I had it. So the trail was nice and muddy. I threw it into some mud puddles, got it, you know, properly dirty. Not, obviously not, this is when it arrived. So you can do just rear wheel drive in that, right? Yes, absolutely. The one thing I like. Huge benefit over the TRX. Yep. So the, the, like, if you put it into Baja mode or a lot of the off-road modes, it switches to four-wheel drive. You literally just hit the button to put it back into two. So it'll stay in Baja mode and go two. But I did, uh, I preferred the Ford My Mode where you hit the R button on the steering wheel twice Mm -hmm. because they they say the engine um, spools faster in 
Baja, like the turbos are ready to go in Baja mode. Baja mode always feels a little sluggish to me. Like the exhaust gets louder, but there's like some, I don't know what it is. So I would put it, I would put uh, engine and trans into sport mode, suspension and exhaust into Baja mode. And, and then I'd be good to go. However, there's like some weird shift characteristics with sport mode where if you're being, if you're just cruising like normal and you're going from like first to second or second to first, um, first to second or second, I forget which gear it was, but it was, um, it was upshifting. Um, it was a really rough shift. Like odd. It was like, uh, you're like, what the fuck? Mm. Like did something, either somebody fucked something up before, but it only did it in sport mode. (laughs) It didn't do it in the other modes. So I don't know if it's like one of those learning gearboxes where whoever had it before me was like driving flat out everywhere Mm. and it was expecting me to do the same. So I don't know. Everything else about the truck was awesome except the price, even though for what you get, the price makes sense. I got to say. How much is it? Like this was like hundred and one ten, twelve or one hundred fourteen. Yeah, Good but Lord, yeah. There was also a time where TRXs weren't selling for. It was over sticker for TRXs right. for a long time. Yeah. So, I'm, but you, I mean, if you think about it, it's comfortable inside. It actually does pretty well on the pavement. To be totally honest, um, mm-hmm. it can do Rogers anything. Always been good at that. But yeah, it it can do a- so anything. Soft on the trail and the dirt minus, you know, super tight stuff. And um, so it's, you have to almost look at it. Like if there's a super, a supercar S class of trucks, the Raptor R's in there, the TRX is in there. And then that's when the price you go, okay. Cause it can mm-hmm. do anything. Like I can jump it. I could literally drive to Baja and run the course stock. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so the GT three equivalent of, yes. Of pickups. Yeah, but it can do more than a GT3. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. It can drag race. Yeah. Can but no, but no, stuff. but your 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 analogy your analogy is a good one. But yeah. but that's that even lends more credence to like the Raptors even more usable than a GT3, and it probably has damn near the close to the same zero to sixty. <laughs> probably. Remember, I, um, I love the Raptor. It's just the Raptor. Was that Von Gittin Jr. that did the Raptor around the Nurburgring? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that that looks yeah. like a much better time than just a GT3 around the Nurburgring. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah no, this this the Raptor R was great, awesome, Man. loved it. Did, did you have Bronco Raptor? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bronco Raptor rules, rules so hard. Uh, I jumped the fuck out of that. I mean, I had a good <laughs> jump, like where I came into the jump sideways. Mm. Um, where I was like, oh, I didn't want to enter this. And I was like, nah, bro, I got it. Don't worry. Bronco Raptor is awesome. I love the Bronco Raptor. Um, I would I would probably take it over the F-150, even though the, you know, the the Raptor R is just such a monster. I just like the idea of a Bronco more than an F-150. And mm-hmm. I like four-door Broncos. So Bronco Raptor, man, I, I think if I were, you know, if if I had the money to afford either, even though the Raptor R is a monster, I think I'd get the uh, the Raptor. Interesting, dude. There's there's one that lives near me. Like I've I've now clocked like where his house is, and so like I've seen him on enough city streets, I know where he is. Like I love yeah. seeing it in traffic. Like it's just dumb. Like it's so crazy. I never see him. I've really, seen three. They are heinous. People tag me because uh, in my video, Ugh. people have tagged me on Instagram because I've said, um, you know, I, I really 
think if you buy one of these, you should paint the fenders to match the body color. Yes. And some people have started doing that. And I've seen it and it looks so much better. Oh, someone did like one of the green ones. Yeah. I someone tagged me in like because they're what is it, eruption green or whatever that color is. I get the Everglades soon. I'm curious about that one. Ooh, factory snorkel and winch. Yeah. Bull bar and other stuff. Yeah, that's the Bronco. Um you should. They're gonna be like, like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. What is he like? Did you always have that on your Montero? Like the guys that were pulling five threes out of the uh out of the U-Hauls and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 4300s back in them. Yep. Um, I don't know if this looks better with the painted. It looks flares. better. It still the is totally. Black flares look like garbage. I don't know if it looks better because it's still got the huge running boards and the huge bumpers. Uh, I got I got it from a side on shot. Well, yeah, but that doesn't. Oh, that's like, that's a how Photoshop. often do you look at something just totally side on? Like you don't. Yeah, that's a Photoshop. <laughs> look at. Like just go to Google Images. That, and see, that's that's it. it's just the, the ones I've seen of like in live, like an actual real one in daylight. Because that that okay. was a photo, that was a shot. Photos, yeah. Don't. I mean, I just remember standing behind it at the New York Auto Show and thinking to myself, like, there is a significant amount of ugly here, <laughs> like outside of where the body ends. That yeah, one that, looks better. Does it? It's still not great, but it's better. Why didn't they paint the mud flap with it? Like, actually, that might not even. It's just not good. Whatever it is, it's just not good. (laughs) There's going to be an aftermarket solution, I'm sure, because you definitely need some sort of fender because those tires are way out. People are starting to make carbon fiber fenders, front fenders for long travel uh, GXs. So it just like brushes the front fenders off like an extra four inches. Looks Mm. awesome. I thought you were so, going to talk about the carbon so fenders expensive. that people are making for, uh, was it the G-Wagon squared or whatever that we talked mm. about with Doug? And it was like 11 grand for one of them. So it was $44,000 if you needed to replace all four. Like, yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, people Doug just had a nice little payday too. Yes, he did. <laughs> Doug did. You okay. didn't talk about that on your show, right? Because it hadn't been announced yet. No, it hadn't it been hadn't announced been yet. Announced, no. I, yeah. I had some inkling that stuff was going on, but I didn't know that yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, I'm still okay. tempted to throw okay. this on there. Do it. You just got to take lots of pictures. Go, I should. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting until I do this because I just got my uh, today. This it's time for smog. Oh god. So, What's so that like? I don't do that. Dump ever. it before smog. No, 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 no. I want to dump it. I want to get it smogged so then I can go. California smog legal confirmed. Yeah. It makes um, more money that way. Oh yeah. Um, no, it's like my Montero has never had one issue. Um, even though I've only had to smog it twice, but both times people are like, how's it going to do? I'm like, should be fine. Did fine last time. And the last, this, this most recent one, the guy was like, yeah, flying colors. Um, so, I mean, it's people act like it's tough here, but for the most part, it, we, cause we literally, it's just smog. Like there's no safety. There's no, mm-hmm which I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing, but it, but if you can deal with the smog side of it, you can do so many things. <laughs> so How, is it by the calendar or do they just, is it like jury duty? We're like, Haha, surprise. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. Um, so the smog is every two years. You know, oh, so you oh. renew every year, obviously. And then every other year you do smog. And that's all you don't yeah, have. Yeah, there it is, passing with flying colors. Have... That smog guy, though, 
that small guy who owns the shop, because I was telling him about the Jag, he's like, all right, just schedule a, like an off the books time and we can run it and see what it will trigger as so that when you, mm-hmm. you like, you know, before you come in or, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Oh, that sounds smart. Yeah. Yeah. We have, man, we have like, we have what's basically safety and emissions. Yeah. I have nothing. They check like they check like you're you have nothing. That's crazy. No. Yeah, nothing. I renew my tags every year and that's it. Awesome. Wow. Nice. Now, if you buy if you do buy a vehicle from out of state, the uh Kansas State Department Highway Patrol Department has to like inspect it. But literally that's like check the VIN and then they have you like pop the hood to see like mm-hmm. what's under the hood. I've never seen anything other than just like cool. Like they just yeah, because like there's no mallards. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no like, make sure it's like not stolen. Pretty much, as you bring it in from out of state. So, yeah. The best yeah, part is nice. though, I live so like because Kansas City literally splits the state line. So if you buy a car in Missouri, you still have to swing by the Kansas State Highway Department. Even if you go to the dealer in Missouri, you still have to go by to then be able to register and license the car in the state of Kansas. Like, guys. Hmm. Can these two state governments talk just enough for the residents of the largest right. metropolitan area in the two states can figure the shit out? No. Yeah. Pol- politics talking. What? What? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I owe taxes on the Jeep that I. She sold five years ago. <laughs> no, it was November 1st of 2021. Oh, I just got a Jeep. Yeah, I just got a notice uh, from California state taxes that I overpaid in 2020 by two thousand dollars, and they're cutting me a check. Overpay is a good problem. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's the Montero getting with that? (laughs) No. (laughs) Nothing. No. What does the the kitchen get? Or we just uh, our daughter needs a a bed and a desk because she's aging out of her kid's bed. You know, Mm. stuff like that. Montero ain't got shit. Yeah. Come to realize that uh, with baby in life, a lot of vehicular wants become upgrades or replacements as they age into needs. Yes. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah. That is fine. That is the way priorities are meant to go. But like, yeah. No, I get some other parts uh, waiting to go into the Montero too, but it's more basic mechanical stuff like a clutch and uh, front rotors and pads, uh, which I can no longer do in here because it doesn't fit in the garage anymore. <laughs> yeah when the rack went on it yeah That's... but also my garage door because there's a huge beam that big beam over there prevents um me getting the full height opening of the door oh no just deflate to like By a couple inches. This, this is how you just tried i tried to deflate PSI. It wouldn't go low enough, so then I had to really? inflate, which is so annoying. It's so, <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> but thankfully, I can do um, uh, two at a time. Nice. Oh, you have a split. Uh, yeah, the in deflate I got from yeah. uh, um, uh, you know, Matt Scott sells it through his company. And Adventure yeah. Imports. Yeah. Yes, they sell they sell two and four tire. I don't have the compressor capacity to do all four. <laughs> the thing would be like catching on fire. Uh, I've burned out more of those stupid little Amazon compressors than I care to admit. I got an Energizer one. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. I have. I, I it was a company I don't even that know the um, if we still make that. 
Wes Seiler recommended it, the one I bought. I forget which brand it is, but the Dream is the you know underhood ARB yes. mounted one. Oh, the uh, Twin A of ARB, yeah. I also God, just so met cool. Wes Seiler's old boss from Outside Magazine at my gym. Like, oh, that's true. You're telling me about that. Super, super weird. He got up in a Land Cruiser, and I was in the 130, and we just started talking. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I was the uh, I was the head of something for." outside magazine for so many years and i did all the videos for you know land rover and whatnot i was like you know what's yeah the the <laughs> they did the they did the video I, it lived on outside the video um when i did the first land rover trek the one with Lindsay vaughn that video i think was shot for outside oh well, the Lindsay like vaughn one sponsored yeah. deal for them i just yeah, saw like i just saw a Lindsay vaughn the other night we were watching some stupid cooking competition show and Lindsay Vaughn was in some medicine ad like oh yeah yeah she's in an ad yeah and I looked at Sam and I was just like you know Jeff beat her in the Trek rally <laughs> <laughs> yeah we His did claim to fame not yeah. not Motor Trend not any not Hooniverse beating no Olympian Lindsay Vaughn <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> then we beat everybody again when we did it the second time even though it was different teams and whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that's Derek, Derek was texting me the second time. He's like, what kind of appetizer should I make? And I was like, homie, I have no idea what to suggest. for this. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't a challenge when we did the first one. That yeah. was, the, that was the one challenge in the second one where we definitely did the worst at like everything else, technical, you know, all that stuff mm-hmm. we crushed. The, Derek won the cooking one, I believe. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he described, he like, I think he texted me photos and he was like, this is what my thinking was. And I was like, no one else put that much thought into their food. Like It was great. It was great. No, Tommy Micah made something funny. It was like a traditional Eng- English breakfast, kind of. There was like beans on toast and some other stuff. But oh. Derek was like, this is this is a 90. This is the one, like he had the yeah. size. They were sized. It was brilliant. He, they they did awesome. <laughs> it was good stuff. We still, we got to somehow convinced Tommy to come on a show yeah yeah i mean he's a nice guy he probably is just busy dude he's super nice he's like 25 right yes he's young he's a young so when me and brian door the other teammates were like this is a child (laughs) seriously a 25 year old yeah brian would love to come on on the show too he's been on before been on yeah he was on he was on a lot he was on like right after i got my gx because i remember we brought up chris you brought up pictures of his and i was like oh my god yeah his his truck is intense (laughs) yeah i still can't believe he sold his porsche though it's crazy yeah oh yeah was it a 996 turbo yeah i think so he's explorer elements right yeah yeah he's just doing some uh like ice side-by-side racing in iowa or something insane it's like how do i get in on that how do I get on that? If it's in Iowa, come right I here. I spend more time in side by sides <laughs> than anybody ever should. Look at that one though. That's that thing's sick. No, you it's probably like, have more fun in just like a shitty F body on snow and nice tires. Red I Bull Ice Scramble. Yeah, that that looks awesome. I should have okay. been invited. Real talk though, how do we get a team together to do like the Red Bull? Um, oh god, what is it? The 
a float like tag soapbox derby thing that they soapbox do. derby i like can understand downhill the flutog, yeah yeah the flutog is funny to watch but the soapbox derby where it's like a horse and there's jumps and some people shit. are really good at those yeah there was one where they didn't realize they had someone sitting backwards to make it look like they were driving but then there was like someone hidden inside of it to go the right way but people were like oh like they thought the guy was doing amazing yeah. and i, I that was a that, good one. that's what I we gotta it. do because that would be it's a it's a silliest... it's like a a, a pulling a caravan with a sob 900 like <laughs> oh yeah 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 and then the driver's actually in the the driver's in the actually trailer. in the trailer that's what it was yeah that would be the like most fun way to get really hurt yeah oh yeah 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 for Ross, sure i like how you're like how do we get a team together to do that i was like it's gonna be with younger dudes like it's not gonna yeah not doing i that. can probably convince my brother to do it although i what they don't all of those are like overseas aren't they there's no, uh, no, they sometimes they sometimes do them here. Like I think they've done the fluke talk stuff in the Bay Area, you know. They did one in Iowa, Ross. Oh, really? Well, that's not exactly around the corner. <laughs> it's better than Austria. For some of us, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, just volunteered your children, so yeah. Oh so, shit, crit! Oh they, no, that's all. They do a Red Bull Rapids in Oklahoma City. Wow. It looks like they have themed rafts. <clears throat> Iowa oh. for soapbox. Nice. It's all over, man. Yeah. Dallas. Sweet. Ross, all of these are within a day's drive. What are you talking about? LA. For LA. you. <laughs> for, yeah. Well, let's cross that bridge when we get there. I'll pitch it to uh, so some good. people. Pitch it to some people. Yeah, I hate pitching. <laughs> I, I have some. Worst. <laughs> I have some youths that would potentially do dangerous things for, in exchange for, either nothing or small amounts of beer. <laughs> Chris Sweet. is like, yes, I have three of them in my household. <laughs> one, one, you wouldn't even. I mean, none of them uh, can have the beer, but some of them would do it for, <laughs> without rewards. Like they would just be like, "Oh, you want me to do something dumb? Deal." Like yeah. that was. What was Deal. I doing the other day? Um, Could we on YouTube? A hundred. Oh, Dumb and dangerous is really just an allure for anybody. So the phrase that I say all the time is, "No one's watching, no one's liking, no one's subscribing." You stop acting like a YouTube jackass. This is just regular life. <laughs> that's yeah. The glory of middle school kids nowadays is that's what they're like constantly doing. You should yeah. print that on like business cards or something or like you know pull tags and hand them out to people in public <laughs> well like this is the here i got the image of him this is this is the kid who would definitely do it without he wouldn't even need the beer like this is just him getting how he chose to get out of the land cruiser that day like he's jumping out the <laughs> window and, yeah i mean this is god he was probably what five years ago now so he was like eight <laughs> just like oh this is how we get out of the cars mm -hmm. nice yeah you and my brother could pilot this uh this red ball ship definitely 
Well, sweet. Uh, we should wrap up the show because it's late and I feel like we're just going to talk and have a conversation now. So I'm going to finish the yeah, show. Yeah, we got, we got other things to discuss quickly after, uh, after we call it. So you can rate and review the show wherever you listen to a podcast. We're, we're just about everywhere. If you have a podcast app that we're not on, let me know. That's weird because it's, it's literally, it feels like we're everywhere else. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube. It's more than just the podcast episodes now. There are like clips of the show and Maybe Camille will finally do something if we write the script for him. <laughs> Dude, the, the prospect of that happening is the fucking funny. Jeff, we're I, talking on the side. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll finish it All there. Right, right, I'll screw this. I'll screw this. Yeah. Follow, follow Jeff. He's at Hooniverse Jeff on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Really. Temporarily. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The Hooniverse on we don't talk about Twitter, Twitter the real Hooniverse <laughs> on Instagram. Ross is no, not like the one from Friends still. He hasn't changed it. Uh, and I'm at overlanding dad at this point. It's not happening. So thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Always a pleasure.